Hello guys, just before starting this podcast today, I just wanted to let you know that there is some conversation regarding drug use in this podcast. Intercontinental Kiki does not endorse or support drug use, and this is purely for entertainment conversation. Thank you, enjoy the episode. Hello. Hello. Hey, Matt. Hey, Trish. Wait, is it Friday already? It is Friday. Do you know what that means? Time, Time for, for an intercontinental kiki. kiki. Oh, yes. I love that reminder that we are recording. Hello, <laughs> Trish. Hello, Matt. And we have Nick DeCouple back with us again. Hi! How y'all doing? We are doing good. How are you? Girl, (laughs) I don't sleep anymore. (laughs) I really don't sleep anymore. I don't know what's going on. I'm just going crazy with this uh, drag search competition that I'm doing. Yeah, that's why we wanted to bring you on. Because, like, well, first of all, we're going to be talking to you weekly and doing a segment about it but like you got the information for this drag search and uh tell us a little bit about how crazy it is okay well it is a six week long competition and they have mini challenges as well as maxi challenges so it's not just six outfits it's 12 outfits 12 concepts 12 different ways to wow the judges and the audience. I'm like, holy shit, why did I why did I do this to myself? Why? Why? <laughs> wow. wow. I'm like, no, that I know how lot. the drag queens feel. <laughs> holy shit. You're just like, wow, did World of Wonder send this over? I'm like, is there gonna be that scary contract too? <laughs> it is like, you know what? Everybody's getting vaccinated. Let's just go full force and frustrate the shit out of you another way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome to the welcome to back to normal. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, let's not ease you in. Let's just throw you into the fire. Here, yeah, like, holy shit! Twelve <laughs> looks, twelve looks yeah, in 12 a six weeks span. Like it's like it's like they drop season one of Drag Race on you. Like boom, here you go. Yeah, Except all exactly. of them isn't your best drag. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the first week. Um, to start off the mini challenge is corona couture so you have to make a garment or a costume based off of the coronavirus so that's the mini challenge the maxi challenge is best drag put your best drag foot forward i'm like so if i wanted to make my face look like a freaking coronavirus thing how much time do i have in between to change my makeup for best drag Yeah, yeah, that's holy shit. That's oh an interesting mechanic to the entire thing. Yeah, definitely. But I hear that it is eight contestants total, two kings and six queens. And um, okay. I guess it'll be enough time if you put three minutes in between each person. That's like a half hour. Shit, that's like quick drag, though. <laughs> that's oh my god, drag. yeah. That is... Uh... <laughs> You don't even have time to sip on a cocktail while you're doing that drag. No, I don't even have time to sip on a cock. Oh, no, sorry. Wrong, wrong, wrong thing. 
<laughs> That's for the queens. Maybe in the dumpster out back. Um, oh, you know there'll yeah. be at least one giving blowies out back behind the dumpster for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Give me extra points, baby. Yes. <laughs> the, the queens that get eliminated will be doing blowies out back to make sure they make money for all that drag they spend money on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I Are, shit you not. I've already spent close to almost eight hundred dollars on this competition. Holy! Oh shit. wow! Yeah. Uh, there's a wig that I ordered from the UK and it's a one of a kind. They don't do replicas of it. Oh, and between the wig and the shipping was like $325. Holy shit. Wow. Like good wigs. (laughs) Yeah. Good wigs do cost you, but like, I feel like they're worth it. Yeah. They're definitely worth it. This particular wig is for a different challenges for club kid. Yes. So it's got, you know, rubber tubes and, you know, belt things. And, oh, my God, it's just going to be so bomb. Wait until oh, y'all see amazing. it. I'm going to send y'all pictures with that look. Oh, Ooh, man. That's, that's gonna, I, can already, I can already envision it looking like sick as hell. Right? Yeah, I kind of, I seeing, so, like, I'm kind of vision, envisioning something, like, almost like cyber rave goth. Yep, exactly. Oh, exactly. okay. I love it. I love that. That is very... Oh. That's very like um, kind of some of the looks that I would see when I was going to raves. So I'm so. You know, I never had the opportunity to go to a rave, so to actually dress like one and do it and drag is be freaking phenomenal. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Um, if you have time, make some of those like um, plastic bead bracelets. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, that's always a really. If you can work them in, it's always a really good addition. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. I, yeah, we used to make like bracelets with designs in them. Okay. Yeah, it was. Is it nuts. With the very, very tiny beads, or is it like the chunky beads? Like the like the chunky pony beads, I think is what okay. they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, oh. I wonder. Like, yeah. More crafting I... here I come. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, no, they're actually like um, the. Chunk, like the chunky cuff ones are actually really easy to make it's kind of actually just like an alternating weaving so you, mm-hmm. yeah it's um it's weird to get started but then once you get it started you're literally just kind of like interlocking them okay okay yeah now i guess i'll ask y'all an opinion well i need advice on this what is the difference between crafty and couture oh um i that is i believe literally in the eye of michelle visage <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God that bitch ain't gonna be on my judges panel. <laughs> <laughs> she seems to be she she fucking lives to to rip apart things that are supposed to be couture. Um, okay, so from what I from what I understand couture to be is handmade and one of a kind. Okay, okay. So versus um, crafting, it's yeah, like the same I, thing everybody gets at Michaels. Here's the thing. There's it's kind of like a well-known fact, especially on Drag Race, that um, it's kind of seems to be like the, the girls of color seem to get called crafty when they do couture more often than not. And then yeah, so it's yeah, there's kind of a it's kind of a yeah, not really great. Now you're gonna make my ass watch all of them Drag Races again and be like, oh, caught that. Oh God, no! As soon as you as soon as you see it, it's like um, there was also like an entire season where I think like um, the lightning struck behind the winner every single. <laughs> okay, so couture is pretty much the design and manufacture of fashionable 
garments made to a client's specifications and measurements. Okay, there we go. Uh, okay, come through Trish with the, the definition. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty, yeah. So pretty much, it's like what Matt said. It's one of a kind. It's handmade, but it's very like because it's one of a kind. It's very specific to that one client or that one person that's making it. Okay, I can dig it. Okay. So uh, technically, cool. um, uh, probably a lot of the looks that you'd be doing for drag search could technically probably be considered couture because they're one of a kind and tailored to your body and detailed. Yeah, yep. that's very true. So uh, very yeah, true. I'd throw crafty right out the window. Let's just right out the window. Fuck that yeah. word. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Unless they have a crafty challenge. And then, I mean, we'll throw that word all over the place. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Let's see. What is I can't believe like Michelle Visage has like made that a thing. Like it's just like apparently like now it's like someone has to appreciate it at a certain level or it's just crafty. It's like, how dare you? Yeah, that's why I'm a little worried about this because the judges panel are drag queens. So I'm not going to get a judge that is going to view me as a drag king. So I don't know if they're going to be like, oh, that's cute. It's crafty. It's not couture. You know, that's what I'm freaking out about. Yeah, Um, Yeah, but but technically speaking, any. Just really tailor it. Tailor it. If okay. every, yeah, if everything is like very tailored and fitted very well, then they really can't be like, oh, it's crafty and hodgepodge, right? Because like you can be like, bitch, this is fitted to me to a T. I don't want to hear right. it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what makes a lot of what the the the, the costumes that queens wear couture is because like it's it's very immaculately made. Attention is paid to detail if it's done right. Right. Okay. But like my, uh, let's see, the best drag, my very first outfit, it's going to be white tuxedo pants. Um, Then you have the white jacket, which is tailor-made for, it's like a line for Cubans. Uh, It's very Spanish, Havana Nights vibe. Love it. And the shirt is black with some purple shiny paisley. So it's almost like a shiny silk. And let's see, this brand is Zoroya. Um, so I figured to give them a little, you know, flash of purple tuxedo shoes, but I don't know if I want to rhinestone my tuxedo shoes to give it more of the, the bling flair. Ooh, I would, but I love a rhinestone. I also love rhinestoning. I feel like, oh my God, when I did that dress, it was so much fun. Yeah. It really is God's work, isn't it? Oh my god. Yeah, he likes well, stoning stoned. Stone yes. <laughs> oh my god. With a cocktail in hand. Oh honey. That is oh that that's just a couple hours well spent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly perfectly okay just like hiding in my house for the rest of forever after the pandemic. You know, my job is gonna be forcing me to go back in late July, early August, and I'm just like, why? I don't want a people. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like you look outside, it's like it's too peopley out there. Right. We should bring you back there. like part time and like reintegrate you guys because like man, like everyone's so like weird socially at this point. We only know how to like really interact with a few people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, then like yeah, you need to like reintegrate. Because yeah, those make annoying us do people part time. They're gonna piss you off so fast. Ugh. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah, people are doing that now. They're doing part time, and people are getting loud, so they're going to their supervisor's office and going, "I'm going home because it's too loud in the office to work at home." <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So that, everyone's going to try and get to work from home again for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, my my company's already said like that they're not fully going back to the office. They're going to try mm-hmm. and come up with the hybrid. See, I like hybrid. You know, go to the office twice a week, work the rest at home. I'm cool with that, but all five days, nah. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about lube. I love hybrid lube. Those are the best. <laughs> They're just the best. Oh my God, lubrication. Uh, and the show comes the off the rails lube. just that quick. Right. <laughs> and that's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what lube do I have? Now you're going to make me go through my toy drawer and check what lube I got. <laughs> I use, oh, we use spunk in this household. My mother, my sister-in-law orders it in from the States, actually. Oh, does she? Yeah. Okay. She orders oh, it that's for herself. It so. I order mine from Pure Romance. It's called Just Like Me. So it's a lubrication that is very similar to what a woman's lubrication is supposed to be. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I, we, I uh, have no need to even look at those products, but I do like a good hybrid. Yeah, there you it's go. Like, it's, it's a very, <laughs> it's a quality product, but you know, you can still use toys it's yeah you don't have to like you don't have to like have two lubes and clean and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like silicone lube is great but like you can't i don't use know i think that just gets after. too sticky i don't i find water-based very sticky actually yes that's like, true yeah sure. i'm not i've always hated water-based lube that shit is obnoxious yeah, and it's like you have to take, you really do have to take a shower afterwards because it's like, nah, let's get this out the sheets. We're good. <laughs> oh my God, right? You're like, okay, well, I guess we're like, we're remaking the bed, washing all the sheets. Yep, yep. We the water base, like people. the lube is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's why I like the um, hybrids because they don't leave like the oil, like the oil stains. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to make my ass shop for more lube. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, if you can find Spunk Lubricant, try it out. It's good. Okay. Yeah, their hybrid is really nice. I'm actually going to write it on my fridge and see what my wife says. Spunk. I love it. I love it. I love I love how I'm asking a lesbian to use Spunk as lube. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for people that don't know, Spunk is a lubricant, a sexual lubricant. <laughs> Uh, I believe it's manufactured in Tennessee or something, which is even more ironic. Get the spunk in your lubricant. Yeehaw! Right, <laughs> right? spunk manufactured in the heart of the Bible Belt. Uh, <laughs> that is too much. <laughs> like, yeah, no. The first time she told me that, I was like, fuck off, you're lying. She's like, no, that's where, like, it's where I have to order it from. That's where it comes from. I was like, shit, that is... God is, is God is there. Yeah, God truly is there. Uh, God has blessed us with this spunk. <laughs> right? Thank God for all this spunk. Uh, <laughs> wow, so derailed. Um, what have we, have you been keeping, have you been watching Drag Race Down Under at all, Nick? No, I have not. That's going to be the next thing on my list for sure. How's it going so far? It's filthy. Filthy? Filthy. 
I'm down for selfie. They just had to do an advertising challenge for a yeast spread. And let me tell you, if, if, you, <gasps> if you don't think they all didn't go for the low hanging fruit, they did. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, just nasty vagina references while talking about yeast spread of all things. I'm just like, you know, I know many women that would not want to put a yeast spread anywhere near their bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me included. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like that's counterintuitive. <laughs> yeah. Oxymoron, like jumbo shrimp or military intelligence. Just kidding, right? y'all. Just kidding. Like vaginal yeast spread. Um, what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you want it to be yeasty? But <laughs> Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, even I, I was just like, you know, I can't. Uh, but yeah, it was it was hilarious though. Um, wasn't one what, of them uh, not all of it was hilarious. No, the uh -oh. piss one wasn't that funny. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, not all of it, but uh, it was, some of them were hilarious. Oh, Electroshock yeah. was fucking hysterical. What's her name? Electroshock. Electroshock. Okay, Electra's she's gonna give like me some therapy. Character. Okay. Yeah. I can dig it. Electra she's surprised like, every, me. Like she was really good. Everyone counts her out, but like every week she just like she fucking shows up and turns it. Like she really did come to compete with all these bitches that everyone knows. And it's really fun to see their panties get so twisted about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Very nice. What, oh yeah, uh, but like what, she did like uh, a proper infomercial, like an actual like you like you're like wait, there's more. You know what I mean? Like Ooh, it was great. Yeah, okay. no, she yeah she did the damn thing. Was okay. very satisfied with. What was hers? I can't even remember what hers was. Wasn't it jizz related? <laughs> I have no idea. I believe it was jizz related. I told I just you remember they, they were all just like they were all just the dirtiest. And I, I just remember my pants. Um, I just remember et cetera, et cetera, than Art Simone's because Art Simone's was like, try the yeast to keep the yanks away. Oh my God. It was oh bad though. Like, I, I, she finished it and I was just like, what the fuck did I even watch? Ooh. Is it just as bad as the uh, Utica thing with the cow? With um, the nipples? In, in a different way. In a different okay. way. Yeah. Okay. Utica made me like Utica made me uncomfortable. Art Simone made me confused. Like I was just like I don't like <laughs> like what is she trying to sell? Like I like it's a yeast spread, but like everything she's saying makes no fucking sense. None of it is sales mm -hmm. pitch. It's like keep the Yanks away. Like I, one of them was shoving the yeast bread people. like up their fucking nose and shit. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, yeah, that queens. was um okay. that was um. Ketamine. Ketamine. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like loving these names. Spread up her nose and shit. Oh, like it was. It was. Well, she was doing a divine reference. Yeah. No, and it wasn't. It wasn't ketamine. It was um Scarlett Adams that did like, um that did the did she do the 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 jizz that was like for Scarlett did it as um like a bad. No, Scarlett Adams was snatch. Was snatched. Yeah. yeah. And she did like pulled up her nose and. <laughs> did the Jennifer Coolidge voice. Yeah. I'm so glad my nose is snatched. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Kita Kita did Kita did a whole divine reference. Okay. 
Yeah, so like she was pretending it was shit and like shoving it up her nose and all over her mouth and shit. And like they cut and she was just like pissing herself laughing, like hysterically, because like even she could barely keep her composure during that shit. Oh my God. <laughs> How many episodes in is it? Oh, what were six seven? Oh no wow! No way, we're I that. I got plenty to watch. I need to look. I need to look that up. No way, we're. I'm, that. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. No, it feels like we're. It feels like we've only just put the tip in so far. Mm, all you need is the tip sometimes, baby. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes all five. You need is the tip. Five. Okay. Five. Oh, close. I mean, close season thirteen inches. of Drag Race. All we got was the tip for like what fucking fifty-two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Everybody, you, well, you want to <laughs> you want to talk about Drag Race fatigue? We have Drag Race Down Under, we have Drag Race España, and now no. on June twenty fourth, we have Drag Race All Stars. I don't All recognize Stars. Drag Race España. <laughs> the court does not recognize Drag Race España. Oh my god! That is no. It's so they are so annoying. Uh, no, like. And you can't sit there and be like, her makeup is shit. She can't do blah, 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 blah. Well, mm-hmm. you're wearing not even a teaspoon of, like, Courtney Act wears more makeup than you. And you're sitting there, comp- like, criticizing everyone Who else. Who is this? Car- Are you talking about Farada? No, I'm talking about Poopy. Poopy looks like freaking Pinocchio. Poopy runs her <laughs> mouth entirely too much for a drag queen that looks like that. No, he, Poopy literally, no. She looks Nick. like a 50-year-old Poopy woman who doesn't know how to apply in. makeup. Poopy comes in literally wearing a later hosen, yodeling. Uh, what? Yeah, in like Spain, yeah. you're gonna yodel. Like, <laughs> and, it, and they freaking look. It looks like I don't. I, to me, in my memory, she's wearing a prosthetic, and she looks like freaking Pinocchio. Oh my god, that's terrible. All I remember is like, why is she only wearing blush and mascara? <laughs> <gasps> no, that's what it looked like. <laughs> It looked like she had no makeup on. I was like, they're HD cameras, honey. You gotta cake it on. Well, well you have that and then you and then you have the freaking Oompa Loompa of drag, Carmen. Parala. Oh my god. She oh, somewhere pissed off that highlight? Carmen is taking his orange spray. No, oh somebody over tanned. Oh god, yeah. Tangerine Someone, for that highlight girl. Mm, mm. Someone <laughs> OD'd on the self-tanner. Her tanner was rubbing off on the other girls when she touched them. <gasps> no. Yes. They were commenting right on it. Like they were getting pissed off. They were like, why is your tan rubbing off on me? Like, what the fuck? Uh, it is retarded. Oh my God. Uh, and the judges talk <laughs> oh. entirely. Like they talk entirely. Oh. There was easily 10 oh, minutes this... of judge debate. I will <laughs> say this though. The main challenge was it the main challenge? No, the mini challenge hmm. was funny. Yeah, okay. they I had don't to- believe they got any of those pictures while the bull was moving. They had to. They had to do like the mini photo shoot, like they do in the regular drag race, but they had to ride a mechanical bull. Oh, fun! Can we talk about how okay. sad it was that it happened in the workroom? They literally had to ask the girls to leave the workroom so they could set it up. <gasps> You're kidding uh, me! I'm and this one. It is and the it is so low rank. Girl. It's it's rough, man. What's well, the too first many girls. season? There's too many girls that, that, for the first. That's cast. what annoyed me. I I enjoyed it. 
Now, I didn't find it that annoying. What annoyed me was the entrances because it wasn't that there was too many girls. It's like, you know how usually you get, hi, I'm so-and-so and they're opening line and then literally like five seconds later, a you minute and a half one. of them in the room, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was like five minutes. It felt like 10 minutes per girl entrance. Oh, that, no. Mm-mm. I don't got time for that. The, no, ma'am, Pam. Five judges on the panel, Nick. Five. Ugh. Wait. As far as- oh, yeah. There's the two, yes. the two, the two writers. No, it's the two writers of Veneno, which is uh-huh. a, a Spanish, is a Spanish uh, series or whatever about a trans woman. Okay. It's uh, like a actress in Spain or like somebody well known in Spain and then there's Supreme the drag host that that's name's four. Oxymoron. and then they have <laughs> and then they have the uh, the guest judge uh, yeah that's a little too much I think with what with the American ones it's four usually just the max right you got Michelle it's you got four Rupaul, maybe then- five yeah. Or maybe five max. Like if they do two guest judges, but usually that's if one of the regular judges is missing or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like the, they gave them so much time to talk about the girls and like they're all from Spain, so like they talk a mile a minute and they have a thousand things to say. And then instead <laughs> of editing it, they're like, no, we're just going to show everything they had to say. I'm like, great, cool. Well, think um, of, think of it this the- way: what if that was the edit? Oh my fucking god, how dare you even propose that thought to me right now? <laughs> Damn, I think y'all are gonna break up in a minute. Shit. <laughs> no, I love Trish, but oh my god, that broke my that. mind. To think that that was the edit is mind blowing to me. It's like when you watch a bad snatch game and you're like, that was the best they could get from three hours. Oh, yeah. Snatch game yeah. films yeah. for three hours. I look at it as Spanish culture. So they mm-hmm. might want more details. They might want whatever. Like I said, I didn't. The only thing I really, 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 really found annoying, and I really minded, was the entrance of the girls. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was, it was, it just felt. It was okay. It wasn't great. It was okay, and it felt drawn out. Uh, it's like I, I know a little bit of Spanish, but not enough to where if you start talking fast, I'm gonna lose it. And if you have subtitles, I'm gonna get a headache just because I'm, I'm not slang. And that's and that's the other thing too. A lot is lost in translation. Oh yeah, for sure. A for lot sure. is lost in and, translation. And Matt, the one thing about Spanish people, I don't care what culture you are, whether you're from Cuba or you know, Portugal or whatever, everybody's a chusma, which means everybody's nosy, everybody wants to know your story, which is probably why this is working for them because they want to know everything about everyone. <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're, they're chusma and they're like, it's very much like when it comes to, it's from what I gather from one episode, it's very, because they're all like, very like, ay sucia, ay perra. Very, like, oh, they're dirty. Okay. Also, they use yeah, the like, word faggot way too much. Like, I am uncomfortable yeah. with the amount of the use of words with the use yeah. of the word faggot. And like, yeah, World of Wonder on their like app because that's where I have to watch it. I have to watch it on Wow Plus. Mm-hmm. They literally have to bleep it out. I'm like, okay, like, why were you letting them say this if you have to bleep in it Spanish. out? Because like that's not appropriate. 
because they're saying it in English too. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, so, no, like yeah, they know what see, they're doing. It's not like it's not just well. ignorance. Yeah, it's just, just like we say bitches. Like I'm Marika, I'm Marika. They're like, wow, okay. Yeah, I was not here for it. I I'm probably gonna watch like maybe one, two more episodes before I like completely tap out. But um... can I can I be honest? I didn't even pay attention to the subtitles. Wow. Like, I listen, How? I it wasn't that Spanish. great to watch. Well, I can speak Spanish, so I focus more on the Spanish and the subtitles, but yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun to watch. I noticed even from like the Spanish that I know that they were using a lot of slang. So I was just like, I I just I gave up at a certain point. I was like, no, yeah. fuck this. That's why I'm saying a lot is lost in translation uh, because gotcha. it's a lot of slang, a lot of cultural, like Spanish specific cultural references. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, that's the one show I don't want to see the entire lip sync on, apparently. <laughs> oh, that was just be. sad. That was a bad sad. lip sync, man. It was in their native language and they still were bad. They also didn't know the words. Oh, that's not good. That is definitely not good. Pulling a Valentina otra vez. Except they like, They're like they, a rock Spanish rock type of like 80s power ballad. It sounded like it was from a musical, honestly. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was a really the weird song, song choice. The song choice wasn't good. And then the fact that they didn't really know what to do as lip syncers and didn't know their words did not help. Okay. I yeah, gotcha. it was um it was definitely not Thailand. <laughs> Let's not even go there with fucking Thailand. <laughs> so Thailand safe. is the greatest drag race franchise on the planet. We need season I'll... three. Oh my fucking god, that shit blew my mind. Holland was Holland was the second best. Holland was also great. I like I love UK. UK is absolutely one of the top franchises for sure. Down mm-hmm. Under's all right. Like Down Under's all right. It's not my favorite. Um but it's all right. I like watching it. Canada was great. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, just like, expanding. I mean, I guess like Drag Race isn't going to translate in every language. No. Or maybe we're seeing it in our eyes versus in their eyes, they are loving it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's the thing. And now there's supposed to be there's Drag Race Mexico and Drag Race International All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would absolutely take Mexico. I can, I can at least understand what they're saying. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. Except the episode's going to be three hours because it takes them so long to say a fucking sentence. So, oh yeah, that's all the Mexicans okay. that I love. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You you haven't heard Mexican announcers? Oh, I have. No, they're hilarious. Um, Orale, 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 Oh yeah. Um, oh my god, the intro for Drag Race Mexican Mexico will be like fucking three seconds long. And they'll say 13 prizes and list off every contestant. It'll just be like <laughs> and that'll you'll know everything. Everything. <laughs> I think you're confusing Mexicans with Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans talk real fast. Like they are the perfect yeah. people to be a cashier for drive throughs of fast food. Welcome to Taco Bell. Oh, How yeah. can I take your order? Wait, what? What did you just say? <laughs> you said welcome to Taco Bell. I'm going to take your order. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not Puerto Rican, so. You were talking I'm about Taco talking Bell. Of course, I heard you. <laughs> oh, 
well, he, he, he okay, if, if you didn't know, now you'll know. Matt has a very, very unhealthy relationship with Taco Bell. How dare you call it unhealthy? My friend Rebecca would like to differ. <laughs> we have a very healthy relationship with Taco Bell, okay? Oh I don't God. even eat it that much. I just love it so much. I'm just messing with you, honey. I keep like a handful of fire sauce in my cupboard at all times. So if I make tacos at my house, I can still have fire sauce. Didn't you say say the fire sauce asked you to marry it twice? Uh, Three times now. I think they just keep giving it to me on purpose. Well, damn. It's a sign. Dude, this Taco Bell near my house, like near my new house, knows me so well now. They just shove a fistful of fire sauce in there automatically. I'm just like, (laughs) shit. Shit, that is uh hold on, wait, wait. They know to stuff this full um, of fire sauce. Oh yeah, I get like uh, they literally give me like a fistful of fire sauce every time. Yeah. Healthy, but you have a healthy relationship with Taco Bell. Dude, it it, like a crunch wrap, I need like four fire sauces. (laughs) For one crunch wrap. For one? Jesus. How's your freaking heartburn going, man? (laughs) Oh my god, my body has a champ. It's a chili man. It's dead. Oh, hell no. I don't do spicy. I did chilies on mushroom tea uh, yesterday. No, not yesterday. The day before. Because okay. why not? You go He's with your put his stuff. body through the ringer. He's put his body yeah, through yeah. the ringer. That's for sure. Well, oh, yeah. He's it was still a, young. It was a, it was a um, five-day at-home festival. Um. <laughs> yeah, he's young. He's way young. He's a baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I'm like halfway through my life. Not even. <laughs> Halfway through. Average male life so- expectancy 70 years. I'm already 32. I'm halfway through my life. You're oh still y- younger than me and Nick. That doesn't mean anything. My my organs are aged at least 10 years past you. Oh my God. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I can't. I used to talk exactly like you. I have age. the face skin of a 45 year old man. It's oh my God. Thin. Yeah, face it's already, skin. <laughs> yeah I, it's already thinning. Oh, contour how thick baby. The cream I use is. <laughs> I use like old lady thick cream. Like that's the kind of face cream I have to use. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh, it's um, real man. We've been talking about Spanish for so much. I, I'll go ahead and say one of the other weeks. Um, it is impersonation. So it's not going to be a snatch game where we're interacting okay. with people. Uh, they just said impersonate do what you want it could be an audio it can be a song or whatever you want so of course my dumb ass oh my god why am I doing this to myself I have to memorize four and a half minutes of a skit from Fluffy about Cuban coffee you do oh, the Cuban fuck. coffee skit he talks so right. fast in that one though yeah it's a yeah he goes sit look at me nothing about me is ito. right Look at I, me. Um, I'm not an Ito. I'm an Ande. Give me a full size cup of coffee. I was frustrated. <laughs> I don't know if it helps, but like, um, I, um, I, um, fucking, I try and recite uh, like fast, um, like rhythm, like rhythms or words in my head a bunch uh-huh. of times. And then I find that helps me be able, like, once I can get it in my head fast enough, mm-hmm. I can get it out. Okay. I don't know if that Yeah, because, um, with songs it's not a problem because you just print the lyrics and then you listen to it a hundred times and you're good to go versus this I'm like shit <laughs> am I gonna yeah. write it all down I have to hear it this oh, yeah. time 
Oh, yeah, man, wait, are you having the, you just have to do fluffy? Oh, no, you have to do the whole thing because he does something like this. Okay? Okay. 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 Exactly. Okay. 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 Oh, he wants me to make sure this is what I want. So I take a sip of it and I go, oh my God, this is the most concentrated coffee <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs> no, what? then it dawns on me, no wonder he brought me the shot glass. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't want to look oh, stupid, man. so I drank the whole thing. And I knew something was wrong because he said, bye, bon Dieu. Oh yeah, Manalo, hold I one one. That skit is so that, fucking good. Like I that love, is my I'm like, skit. oh my god, please make the, the someone other... in the audience record that because I want to see that. It's gonna be so. I know, good. please. I'm a recorder. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite one, other one that he does is the Spanish. He's like, you can tell what somebody is by the way they speak Spanish. <laughs> this one, that one's. Oh. Yeah, does Puerto all of them so good? Puerto mm-hmm. Ricans, like, oh yeah, que pasa, papa, que todo. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it's like Mexico. Orale, boy, que pasa, como tú estás. Mm-hmm. That's that's my. Those two are my favorite skits he does. Yes, ever. I love him so much. He's great. I've seen him uh, live a couple times here in Florida, pre-pandemic. Oh, I'm. I'm dying to see him live. If he ever comes down, I have to go see him. So that means you, you and have, I are going to go together, right? You have tickets to Bianca, don't you? Count say? me in. Yes, I do. I'm so fucking happy. You're I get to see, see Bianca? Bianca Del Rio. Girl, where? Orlando? Unsanitized. No, Miami. Ew. Boo. Boo. <laughs> no. You know what? You know what? I was like, okay, I usually get pre-sale codes and stuff like that because I've seen her before. Okay. And after, usually after you buy tickets once, they send you a pre-sale or something like that. Um, okay. I didn't get anything. Okay, so I wait till they go on sale. I check. There are no fucking tickets available. <gasps> oh, I'm like, crap. And like my best friend loves Bianca too. And right. so I'm like, shit, I want to go. So I check three hours later, there are more tickets available. I'm like, mother. Wow. Uh, I'm that quick. I told, my, I told my friend, I'm like, we don't have tickets. I'm sorry. I These people bought it in pre-sale. And like, I wasn't even looking for me. I just want regular tickets. Right. And he was yeah. all sad. Like, oh, I can't believe it. Like, I, I checked three hours later tickets for them like either the website crashed oh it's possible yeah or on purpose they withheld tickets you know a little bit of a a little bit of b yeah exactly all of the above for sure yeah because yeah but i it's like the unsanitized tour (laughs) well at least she's being honest fucking shangela's running around in the fucking pandemic like i'm just using sanitizer it's fine Oh my god! <laughs> like, okay, bitch. I wonder how many Jeez. people I bought that bottle. I wanted to buy some, but then like I saw how many gigs she was doing, and I was like, okay, I cannot support this like with in good faith. Like, yeah, like she was traveling answer. around to anywhere that like opened up temporarily so she could fucking book a gig. Was it, like, I understand work she, ethic, but like, wasn't wasn't she in Puerto Vallarta? Yeah. Oh yeah, she yeah. was at she was at a uh, COVID gate. Okay. Was she on the ship that sank? No, but she performed at that party. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like 
ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. But I'll tell you what, though. I, I love Shangela. I feel as if she got done dirty at the last All-Stars that she was in. I really feel like she should have done it. She should have won that one. Yeah, but it was, the other girls so that didn't vote. it was the other girls that voted her out. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, why the hell are you going to do such a twist and do that? But you could tell when Shangela was walking away, RuPaul was like, girl, no. That should have been you. <laughs> you should have been but in that- the finale. Well, I mean, who knows? She's a, well, I think she's done because I think three is the limit because Pandora Box is back for the third time for All Star Six. No, um, Pandora. they can option you up to six seasons um, within six yeah. months after finishing the uh, the last episode yeah. airing. I'm oh, I know that, but I know that, but like people are already bitching because Eureka and Pandora are back. Well, I'm and like, fucking well, why over are they Eureka. Bringing back I don't need queens? to see her again. I get it. Oh She's great. God. Fuck off. <laughs> she also has an HBO show. Like she doesn't fucking need all stars. Like I don't. I, I, I get bringing Eureka back on season ten after she she hurt herself on season nine. I right, get that. Yeah. I get her bringing her back maybe for one all star. So bringing her back, like, why bring her back for all stars? You know the only reason they brought her back is because drama. Silky is there, <laughs> oh, and sure the two and and everybody has said, "Oh my God, what if Eureka and Silky were on the same season?" Oh my God, it is going to be a shit show. It's going to be a loud <laughs> season. I may have to. Go it's back a loud. May have to I, go I back to Spain this. midway. Be like Cubans, they got shit on this. Right, the Spaniards <laughs> are quiet compared to this shit. Serena goes home first. That is my prediction. Oh, Serena. fucking absolutely. Oh my god. She she's already done so many people fucking dirty. I don't even know how she got on the fucking show in the first place. Serena is for which season? The, uh Serena's like season three or four. Serena Cha Cha. She's now an all-star. Um, oh yeah. She, I forgot about her. That's how important she is to me. Oof, sorry. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not important at all. Damn, no, not at all. At all. No, no, she's she she rips a, off she's Queens a local down girl. in South Florida. She's a <laughs> shady she's a local Miami girl, and she is the moment she was like the waitress is back. Mm-hmm. Matt and I were like throwing up a little bit because she has done so <laughs> many local girls dirty, dirty, oh. dirty, dirty. Yeah, not good. She even did a Kiria dirty. Yeah, really. That's on Reddit. Ooh, okay. Oh, Akira put her on black for, her, <laughs> for the wig. Dude, oh she like God. stuffs plastic bags and fucking wigs instead of teasing them properly and shit. Oh, well, that's what she gets, Serena. And she charges $300 for them. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I don't, I can't see this going very well for her being plunged into the spotlight. I mean, it doesn't usually go very well for people because anyone you've done wrong loves to come for people that are on TV. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know that. Yeah. What was swept <sighs> under the rug will come to the light. Mm-hmm. So All Stars, oh, that's another thing I wanted to have a little kiki with y'all about. I'm fucking pissed off and here's why. The first Friday of Drag Search, okay, is July 16th. Yeah. We have mm-hmm. a new LGBT-friendly venue called Eden, okay? 
Okay. Ooh, okay. The house queen that was at Rascals is now the house queen of Eden. Very first drag search week. Guess who's fucking coming to town to perform? Really? Who? Ginger. Really? Oh, yeah. wow. That's the so first exciting. Friday of fucking drag search. I'm like, bitch, I can't even fucking go because I'm in drag search. That she did sucks. that shit on fucking purpose. <laughs> Shady cunt. Oh, my oh, God. Damn. That's right, House mm-hmm. Queen at Eden. We see you. We see your shade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll come back to bite you in the butt. Mm-hmm. Right, because I'm going to win this bitch, and then I'm going to go into your venue and be like, what now? What now? <laughs> wow, that is really trying to pull the crowd away from the venue, eh? Like, that is some... Exactly. That's exactly that's what cool. I said. No, That's not cool. Especially the first week, too, man. Also, if she was smart, she would have done it the last week. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Silly bitch. Games are for adults. Oh my well, god. I get what well, okay. Hold on. The all are supposed to start June twenty-fourth. You either do it the twenty-fourth of June when it starts, so you draw a big crowd, or you do it after. Yeah, why wouldn't you have a watch 16th. party with her? She's on the fucking season. Yeah, exactly. This is a missed opportunity for sure. Definitely a missed opportunity. But it's it's all about this particular house queen says, oh, you know, we're supposed to be a community and work together and this and that, and then you pull shit like this. There's the Oh, gavel. she's one of those bitches. Mm-hmm. We're all a family, Ugh. but fuck your event. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Mine's better. Yeah. But I Mine love you guys. Have fun. Good luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Not I'll never like, get a gig at that never place. Never trust a drag queen that's okay. being nice. Oh, no. Never. No, 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 no. That's okay. I am well, going to make well, it you know with what? or without her. It's fine. Um, I was going to ask, are you and the other drag king, king going to start like a mini alliance against the queens? Well, we actually have a troop. Uh, that's why we're called the House of Kings, because instead of being the house of everybody's same last name, we're all just one united family of kings. Um, Love that. My... Yeah, my wife was supposed to try to compete in drag search as well, but they were already capped at eight. And my drag son, who's in the competition, was going to opt out of it because he couldn't, um, something to do with his work schedule. Okay. But um, they told me that they haven't heard from my drag son, number one. And then number two, I don't think the venue is going to be okay with a married couple competing against each other for the same prize. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh... Which is very understandable. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I get it. It was just to have better exposure. Be like, hey, look, this is a married couple and they're competing and blah, blah, blah. But I totally get where they're coming from. So, Yeah, they would almost kind of have to like pit you against each other at one point just to kind of make it seem fair. Right, exactly. And either way, we both worked hard for it. So it's not going to look good. But um, they said that my wife is more than welcome to compete next year while she supports me this year. I was like, that's cool. I'm down. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, at least they're like, they did it in a very nice and like polite way. Yeah. And exactly that they were polite. It wasn't being politically correct. It was about being polite, which is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. I mean, (sighs) from what you've told me, Kings already have enough time like pushing through. So it's nice that they're there's you know what i mean they're open to that because fuck like the only publicized contest that gets drag kings is dragula and like 
Right. That's one. Exactly. That is one. <laughs> one singular yeah. competition. Yeah, and if you yeah. think about it, you know, it's going to attract a totally new dynamic of lesbians who are definitely go to the bar now to see, hey, this is a drag king. Let's see what's going on there. You know, you're Absolutely. opening new clientele to it. So. Yeah, no, I think like the pageants and like the drag competitions at bars like when they kind of do like a drag race style kind of competition i i think that it should be like any drag entertainer that wants to entertain i kind of feel like it's silly at this point to be like we're gonna do a drag queen competition okay like okay it's 2021 mm -hmm. really yep. we've been doing those since what like fucking 70s yeah and they're we actually need another one? one at eden tonight we're gonna have the eden pageant tonight oh fuck why is it yeah. like every bar is like we need a drag search and it's just queens mm -hmm. yep and i specifically asked if kings could be a part of that one and they said and i quote oh it's kings are just not in the market right now sorry okay. but why wouldn't mm -hmm. you want to have like a, a king and queen for like the bar for the year <laughs> so you know what i mean two kings competing they're thinking about turning it into a royalty court so if things get approved, there could be a king and a queen on the throne for drag search, which I'm so happy about, which is another reason why I don't want Nathan to get out. Because if he's out, then it's just me and seven queens. And that shit's going to be hard. <laughs> oh, that'll be, oh my God. And that, like, there's, there's so much cattiness there to deal with. Yeah, definitely catty chatties. Just make sure to melt down some X-lax and do a familiar shape of chocolate and just leave it in the dressing room. Oh, did I say that out loud? Like, I thought I was just it. thinking that. Oops. <laughs> or you know, or you know, just replace um, some of their spirit gum with leaf glue, so then they oh can't take yes. their off at the end of the night. God, leave a I bunch of joints out to get all stoned and lazy. <laughs> oh leave some weed out, yeah. Just like yeah. I'll put Don't do anything intentional. Out. Just leave things out, and you know, if things go missing. Yeah, if things go missing, they go missing. Exactly. And we and we and we know and we all know that backstage in a drag like where there's a drag show, things tend to magically go missing. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like it's whether even it's worse than a competition. A dress, an eyelash, something. <laughs> a condom. <laughs> drag queens don't know. use condoms. Cut up a couple of lashes. You know, um, unintentionally mess with somebody's dress. Mm -hmm. Smash your highlighter. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're like, oh, come here, baby. Give me a kiss as I rub my contour all over your contour. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, spray yourself like, fresh spray tan oh and then go give someone a hug. <laughs> oh, oh like, my god. Oh. Change out the change out the eye the eyelash glue with super glue. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> You're not supposed I don't to injure them. them. You're just supposed to fucking <laughs> knock them out of the competition other ways. Right. Oh, I know what I'll well, do. Well, it's not going to kill them. The table and put some visine drops in each one of them. <laughs> They'll have some big ass potty problems. <laughs> oh my, oh god, my god. Oh, make, make some edibles and put some Xbox in it. That way they'll be high end shitting. Oh my god. Be like, this feels so good. <laughs> On top of the I mean, they'll have the best shit of their life. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Guaranteed, honey. 
Oh that God. is the evil laugh from Tokyo. I love how we have turned into right. talking about shady things to do to queens in a co- like other people in a competition. Wow. Right? Uh, like, <laughs> the level of shade that is just like getting thrown around is um, fantastic. I love it. I'm here for it. it and I support it 100%. I'm living. I'm yes. living. <laughs> I mean, like, I I would never actually do any of these things because exactly. that's actually not my style, but I okay. love joking okay, about it and like thinking that's about it. Like, they call let's this a kiki. This, it's a therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's put this let's put this disclaimer. No drag queens were harmed in the making of this episode. And we do not <laughs> condone harming other we do not condone har- harming other human beings. Exactly. What she said. We're all sisters. <laughs> No, bitch, get out my fucking way. <laughs> yeah, no, get the fuck out of my way. I gotta perform. This is my spotlight. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody put out a I'm light the Beyonce in this here. group, honey. I don't know. I don't know where it was that I was. Like, you just barely mess with their shoes. Just barely break it when they start. Um, until they don't notice when they start dancing and breaks and the kabunk. Oh my god! Oh my god. god! Just like shave a couple millimeters off the bottom of their heels. <laughs> On one of their heels. On one of their heels. Is that too shady? Just on one. Nah, not at all. That not way, that way, they're off balance. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, oh my god. god! God! I mean, like, I know, like, the fucked up thing is, like, I'm per- like, I'm pretty sure, because, like, I feel like if it happens in real pageants, it probably happens at drag pageants. But my mom used to do real pageants once upon a time, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's like. She's like, girls leave you like fucking death threats under your door. Um, they'll break into your room and steal all your fucking pillows and shit. Like, oh like they God. try and fuck you up. There is like a level of mental warfare that goes down at that shit. Yeah, they won't literally mess yeah. with your shit, but they'll, but they mess, they'll with mess with your, your mind. They'll mess oh, with I your mind. Yeah. Oh yeah, the psychological yeah. shit is fully on the table. My mom's like, I'm I did telling one you, and never again. X-Lax. I'm telling you, Xbox pot brownies works wonders baby you don't even have to put x legs in them i'm pretty sure pot brownies without them knowing would be enough to fucking throw everyone off their game <laughs> right <laughs> why do you think you should be the next drag search i love that uh, i love, uh, <laughs> I love okay. cheetos so much uh because i'm pretty <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucked up is more like it girl <laughs> Damn. Oh my god, no, give the give the judges pot brownies. Oh my god. They were like, just give so them crazy. as a gift and just be like, they're laced with marijuana. Right. My queens can't resist an edible, trust me, they'll eat them. They'll fucking the eat edition. them. You, yeah. Yeah, but you want you want to do that after. Because you don't want the fucked up judging the competition. Oh my god. I'm I don't know. That might be a great points. thing to see. I It see might that. also fuck you up. It might also fuck you up. I'd pay to see um, high drag queens perform, but not get judged by high judges. Well, I have news for both of you. You don't have to pay to see a drag queen perform high because on Saturday, I am party favoring my face off before I host bingo. Ooh, you're going to have to send me the link because I really want to see that shit. Yeah, no, I uh, I asked uh, oh, God. whose birthday it is. And uh, yeah, no, they're totally fine with you popping in. I was like, yeah, I was like, they're like, I was like, Nick is ah. like dying to see how this goes. I was like, <laughs> they want to, they want to pop in. They were like, no, it's totally uh, fine. Saturday's, um, Saturday should be fun. Oh, Saturday's yeah. going to be hilarious. I think two of my friends. It's early too though, too. right? Yeah, I think we, we might be pushing it back a little though, because um they had some plans later that got canceled. So 
okay. yeah we might bounce it back a little bit which is great for me because it's at like it's supposed to be at like noon my time and it's like that means i have to be up at like 8 a.m to start get like to be up and ready and like functioning at the correct time jesus how long does so, it take you to get your face on um if i focus and don't take too many breaks and i can do a good face in an hour oh that's good that's really good yeah, yeah. because the thing i is, know not- Hours I feel like an hour ready. is like the sweet spot. If you can do a good face in an hour, that's kind of like the sweet spot. Yeah, no, Matt's Matt, yeah. like me. We wake up in the morning and it's like we need a good hour, hour and a half of do not talk to me. Leave me alone. <laughs> I am not yeah, human. I need like 16 cups of coffee and 18 bowls. I am oh, not human. God. Leave me alone. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. If you see me up and functioning, at like like in the morning it's because i either never slept or i've been up for at least an hour and a half yeah see i worry because it's like okay she just got off work or okay she's got a couple hours before work is she awake is she sleeping is she taking a nap oh i took a nap Trish doesn't sleep. like i didn't sleep i don't sleep i didn't sleep today <laughs> oh my god how much cuban coffee have you had today i, I don't, don't drink coffee, coffee. What? i don't drink coffee you're not human <laughs> you are an I alien. Live off, you are not from this planet. I live, off of, I, I live off of soda. That's my cough. That's my caffeine. Oh, uh, okay. I was gonna say some form of caffeine. Oh yeah, like I, oh my god. She she what? She sleeps like maybe two days a week, and those are her days off. Yeah, she pretty much. Literally, you. I'm thinking. I'm already thinking in my head. Okay, tomorrow's my day off. So mm-hmm. when I get off of work today, I'm gonna go clean the house. I'm gonna like watch TV for two hours after I do that. Then I'm gonna do the laundry. Then I'm gonna do breakfast. Then I'm gonna go bathe my dogs. And then I'll crash at eight o'clock at night. Damn. Yep. You sound like a freaking frat house. <laughs> a fucking frat house. <laughs> I got I got three freaky I got three freaking ankle biters that mm. need a bath. Trisha's oh, lifestyle so is brought to you by Adderall XR. Adderall XR <laughs> for when you can't afford to sleep ever. Child, oh my god, wow. I, I I'm scared. I'm scared to go to therapy and like get diagnosed with ADHD or anything like that, and then have them give me medication oh, because you would live I'm off that scared. Forever. No, because then I'd crash. Uh, eh. I was I was telling Matt like um. I have to take medication for some health issues and the medication wiped me out. Like I was napping most of or sleeping most of the day. Like I didn't want to do anything. Like I felt tired and like no, nothing, like no energy. It's like I stopped taking them. My, like my stomach was killing me. Like the whole shebang, anything I could feel, I felt. I'm like, fuck it. I stopped taking the medication. I didn't sleep that night. I was so wired. All of your energy, all at once. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> if I had to take Adderall for ADHD, I'm not taking it. Fuck it. I like being wired. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like taking Adderall too. I like being wired. Well, that's why I. That's why I'm starting to save up so that so that in when I because I already know because I don't sleep, I'm gonna have uh, dementia and Alzheimer's when I'm older. So I'm starting to save so that whoever's going to take care of me can put me in a home. Oh my God, That's girl. Fair. 
Also, I just realized I'm going to have to, like, fully put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode about the (laughs) drug and alcohol talk. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time I legitimately have had to put put some sort of disclaimer. Yeah, we're going to have to censor the shit out of this episode, I tell you what. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's it's okay, honestly. Like, I, you know what? I've heard compl- like I've heard people tell me what they like about it, and um, apparently, like people really enjoy the just like ridiculous banter that happens here. So, oh yeah, they want oh, ridiculous this, this, banter. They they got what like re- there's at this, least an hour this, here of ridiculous banter. Yeah. I think this, this show has gone off the rails. But I love it. That's that's why I was Me like, too. you know what? Let's get Nick here again because yeah, it was yeah, <laughs> it was like you know I want that like just cra- it's summer now like yeah. we need that kind of like craziness. We've feels definitely good. unleashed the crack and it feels good. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, like, my day yeah. was like you- not being the best, and now I'm like oh, I, yeah, I'm like, pumped. I'm like yeah, awesome, I can do this. So, like, I, I- I might it was like I was just like whatever and like now like if you guys keep you know bouncing up and down <laughs> yeah. after, after after two we hours are your Adderall <laughs> honestly sometimes this like recording this podcast is like my like jolt of energy for the day that I need like it's just yeah like it's amazing how a a stupid conversation can get you going yes exactly I, I just want to say something I don't want to go to work. <laughs> you don't have Isn't to. Isn't that just like the ultimate mood of the world? I don't want to go to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard it. Because I'm, I'm, like, I'm up bouncing up and down after this. I'm like, okay, what can I do? I don't want to sit right. down for eight hours at a computer screen. Yeah, I think oh. I'm going to go like, uh, oh shit. I'm going to make potato salad for supper tonight. Ooh, I think I want to do burgers like and that. potato salad. Yeah, I'm feeling like something very summery and like classic summery. Uh, no, yeah. thank God. Really I cooked, good. yeah. Yeah. I made lentils yesterday. Dad made a fried pork chunk today. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh, masa puerco frita. Masa puerco frita. That is my absolute favorite Cuban dish ever. What kind of sauce do you oh. put on that? Is there like a dipping sauce yeah. that goes with those? No. What? <laughs> You're just eating so boring weird. ass deep fried pork. Canadian. <laughs> well, you can do different sauces. You could do like a garlic cilantro sauce. You can do a um, chimichurri sauce if you want to, even. Um, yeah. If you want to go that you route. Can you can do curry with it. Yeah. You can do oh, sauces. Sounds but amazing. I don't. I don't. I do just straight pork chunk. She's original. She is the original um, Cuban of this house. Well, that my is, father. Um, uh, that sounds. My father oversold shit anyway. I didn't think Cubans oh ate such boring things. I thought y'all were exciting with the food. We just salt the shit out of our food. That's the thing. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Just... Exactly. We yeah. oversalt shit. Mm-hmm. So essentially, That's my mother-in-law would my just like die if I gave her Cuban food. Oh yeah, she'd die of high blood pressure and a heartbeat. Oh god, yeah. Like I have to watch how much salt I put in like everything to the point where it's just like now if I cook for her, I'm just like, we'll put the salt in individually later. Oh, so there's a oh, tip on that. You have to salt your food while you are cooking. If you salt your food at the table, it is more sodium content. Is that actually true? It is actually true. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I like I that. do salt it like a little bit while I'm cooking, but I'm always concerned that like if I salt it the regular amount, it's just gonna be too much. You know what I mean? Like just right. but that that's what I do too. Like when I cook, I put a little bit of salt just to make sure like it tastes like something. And right. then like my dad just grabs a salt shaker and dumps half of it into the food. <laughs> oh my god. Well, there's that. <laughs> that sounds like how I use curry. I liberally use curry so aggressively. Like I, I make my meatloaf has curry in it for fuck's sakes. Oh yeah, curry is basically a food group in this house too. Oh my god, I love that shit. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And it's good on I'm everything. Ne- okay, uh, you're all gonna hate me, but I've never had a curry. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I'm okay I'll with that, but like. You live in, I honestly, because of where you live, I honestly suggest trying to find some like Caribbean curry places because I honestly prefer Caribbean curry things mostly. Yes, like, sir. um, when I buy curry powder, I usually make sure it's a product of one of the islands. Mm hmm. Like exactly. The stuff I have right now is a product of Trinidad. And oh my God, mm-hmm. when I run out of it, I'm probably going to cry because it's so good. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, it's oh my god, it's like one of the best like yellow curry powders I've ever purchased. It's so good. Okay, I just get the the Badia one. Very easy, very simple. Yeah. Wait, but Badia makes curry. Yep, they sure do. First, I'll give you my recipe for um curry meatloaf. I think you'll like it. Ooh, it's I a good way to dip your toes in. Yeah, it's a good way I'll to dip your toes it. in. Okay. Because it's not now super. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's not like super powerful on the curry. I use like I just like a little bit of curry, turmeric, well, paprika. Well, um, well, my vinegar. my thing is not the flavors. My thing is the spice level. Oh it's no, you can spice. tailor it to it. I don't I'm make it very gringa. spicy because my mother-in-law. I'm a gringa. I don't do spice. Oh, okay. Well, no, you can. I, if if you make it the way I make it for my mother-in-law, there's no spice. Right. There's just flavor. Okay. Yay. Yeah, it's mostly a flavor thing. If you put chili powder in it, then you're heating it up with the spice. But if you do curry and paprika, it's just like a it's a sweet heat on the palate, not down the throat. Yeah, so. you like you taste the chili, but it's not like actually hot. If right. that makes okay. any sense. Yeah. Well, I'm down I'm down to try it. There you go. Yeah. We're converting her. Well, yeah. <laughs> so now that we're all hungry, I think uh maybe wrapping it up and all of us dispersing to our food places would be a good idea yeah i'm already i'm like oh my god i'm like thinking of all the things i can make upstairs in my fridge right now i'm like Mm. i'm i'm gonna attack that fridge like grandma's boy oh shit (laughs) i don't know you are but i'm gonna fucking eat you too yeah all that i'm gonna tear you up right now baby (laughs) oh my god why is it all of our lately all of the podcasts are ending in food well i've noticed that <laughs> it's a very yeah consistent theme. We always get hungry at the end. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we always tend to end up wandering to food for some reason. But hey, we all gotta eat some point. Right. I mean, definitely. We're human. Is great. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Nick, for coming on and dishing a little bit about drag search, so yeah, that uh, you are most welcome. Know what to expect. Oh yeah, July sixteenth can't come quick enough, baby. <laughs> I'm. Do you really feel that way though? Like, <laughs> I'm very. I'm excited. I am nervous. I am exhausted. I am thrilled. I'm like a plethora of things in a box, and it's just exploding right now. It's just great. I love it. That's exciting. I'm. We're very excited for you. And uh, yeah, 
we can't wait We're to hear about what's going to happen week to week because like i know you're going to tell us about what other contestants are doing and i imagine they're being quite tight-lipped right now oh yeah i don't even know who's freaking competing besides my drag son and one queen that's oh, it shit. i have no idea who else is going to be in it so that's actually really exciting though i mean yeah, yeah. It's, it I mean, like, I feel like is. it's fun to not know all of your competition. You can't, like, sit there on Instagram and, like, you know, really, like, go hard. Yeah. You can't tag, you can't tag yourself out. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So. Which is what I feel sometimes. I'm like, is this enough? Should I do this? Should I stone that? Should I bite this? So. Go with your gut. I, yeah. yeah. I just go with your gut. I think you've got some really solid ideas already. I think you have some unique ideas already. So. Thank um, you. Yeah, just keep going yeah. with what you've already done. I'm going to do it, baby. It's going to be great. Yes. <laughs> um, and, yeah. So Trish has an interview after this. That oh, we okay. will be flipping to. Um, Trish, do you want to give a quick jot about the information or the interview before we go to finish the Kiki? Yeah. So um, I got a chance to interview um, her name is Maya. And she is going to be hosting a panel on asexuality and being on the asexual spectrum. So we got a chance to talk a little bit about that, a little bit about the panel. So it should be a good, informative interview. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Sounds exciting. Awesome. Well, uh, we we are going to finish the Kiki and take a break. And then, uh, yeah, Trish will be back with that interview. Very good. Thank y'all for having me again. No, thank you so much for coming back. We love you. Yeah, we love you coming on. And you have an open invitation. As always. That's awesome. I love y'all. All All right. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. Um, today we have a very special guest, and her name is Maya. Hi. And hey, Maya. And we're going to talk about a subject I think we, as a part of the LGBTQI community, don't get a lot of spotlight on. Spotlight on, which is asexuality and being on the ace spectrum. Um, so tell me, for those that don't know about you, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got onto this journey, if you can, if you feel comfortable. Oh, um, right. So my name is Maya. Um, I uh, so probably my the way I got um, involved in this journey was I started to like question um, like just attraction in general um, about three years ago and I think around that same time like I um I I was like joining a bunch of Facebook groups and like talking about my experience with dating and things like that and someone was like oh maybe you're aromantic and asexual and I got really upset when I heard this because I was like I don't need something to make it even more difficult um, for me to like date in general right Um, and around the same time is when that um the season of BoJack Horseman came out when Todd comes out as Ace. Right. Right. The representation of that like completely changed 
everything for me because it, it made it something that I wanted to look more into myself. It wasn't so, like a scary word on the internet anymore. It, I had like a face for it now. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think that's what's important too is like having well for any culture or anything is having something that you say oh okay it this is what it can look like it's not this big scary thing right exactly yeah because that's for me like with my journey um yeah it took I was the same way it's like well I'm you know most of my my girlfriends and my guy friends are like oh this person's like this this person like you know I want to do I'm like, okay well you know I maybe there's if there's that there is there something wrong with me kind of thing right and the more research you do it's like no I'm just this way and that's okay yeah it's even better like to find community and stuff you know like after you accept the word just go on Facebook and like look the word up and you see so many communities of like people who are ace and people who are aromantic like um, there are just so many groups of people like that you can just learn from and just feel normal with you know yeah and the thing is like it's as we've as I mentioned it's a spectrum so it's not just it's cut and dry just like with um being you know part of a uh, gay or lesbian or whatever it's not cut and dry we not everybody looks like this or feels like this so read like you said research is absolutely important and that's how actually we met through a facebook group mm-hmm. and the su- support there is incredible yeah because you know everybody has been where you are when you first come into the community so everybody is just like extremely helpful and... yeah and there's a lot of yeah. and that's that's one thing that we i encourage that um our listeners to say do we obviously weren't we cannot and will not go into every aspect because none of us are experts <laughs> in this but we encourage do your research learn because it isn't because it's a whole like rainbow since we fall into the lgbt community a whole rainbow it's you have from people that are aromantic to are um you know hetero romantic to whatever you know the homo romantic and then everything in between so one of the things you mentioned um todd from bo um from bojack horseman the way the the way society is it's very and maybe it's just because i'm part of the of the ace community it's very over sexualized like it's that whole sex sells kind of thing is there and do you like having done um your research and you know exploring yourself like do you um you meant um that bojack helped is there do you think there's any other um representation good or bad in the community um so my first experience with the word asexual wasn't from the group that i was in that suggested that i may be that um my first experience was this film called mysterious skin um with joseph gordon levin it came out in like 2000 and in that movie there was a character who was ace um and he was ace because he had um been sexually assaulted when he was a kid okay Um, and the the movie kind of paints him as like a freak like an alien like he just he thought he was an alien like that was the um the way that his character was portrayed just like a weird 
person. Okay. Um, so when I, that was my first experience of it. I think that there are a lot of, there's a lot of representation of ace people as being like robots or just like unfeeling, like just something off about us. Yeah, um, like weird or cold or something. Yeah. I think that was maybe the worst representation that I've seen. Have you seen any bad representation? Um, I mean, it's so rare to see um, representations, but yeah, the only, like, nothing specific comes to mind, but the only ones that I can think of are, like, where it's hinted that the person may be um, on the asexual spectrum. It's like, yeah, they're cold, they're unfeeling, or they're, they've had some trauma in their past that led them to this way. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's not necessarily the case yeah that's why I definitely want to have the panel because um you just get to see the different faces of the community like there are people who are every so everyone's somewhere on this asexual spectrum um that is in the community but um you have people who are like sex neutral sex positive I mean sex favorable sex um negative like all of these things and there's no nuance I think in any of the representation that we have yeah now you mentioned a panel so tell us a little bit about that so the panel discussion that I want to have um is basically about the faces different faces of the ace community um ace and aromantic community um it'll be on June 12th at 2 p.m eastern via zoom um, and right now I have um, a, an interesting batch of people. There's someone who's demi, someone who's only aromantic, um, and they're often pa- painted as kind of like villains. Um, sometimes in the media, like people who just kind of like sleep around. Um, and there's like people who are demi, um, just, just all over the spectrum. And we're going to be talking about just like how they live their lives, how they do they date, do they not date, um, just things that we don't really get to hear that often in talking about Ace and Aero people. Okay. And then is um, the people that want to attend the panel, is there a fee or is there a link that we can share with our listeners that may want to um, listen to the panel? be 100% free and I do have a link for the panel that I can share with you okay great so we'll link that of course um when we air this we'll have a link there so for June 12th 2 p.m we'll have that there for you guys now one of the things we we keep going back to because in the for me like dating is not the easiest experience for many many reasons but one of them is like getting to that point of like having because it's an awkward kind of conversation to have with someone so it's like I've I've flat out had someone I was with for I don't know like four or five months or like yeah um this isn't working because of you know I'm asexual and they're like well if you and like I told I taught that person like just like okay we're done and then I had someone I told right off the bat and they're like well at the two three month mark they were comfortable enough comfortable enough and we're like yeah if you hadn't told me we would have never gone out on a second or third date 
So if you had any, um, if you feel comfortable sharing any similar experiences or like reactions that is makes it more awkward for you, or you're just as comfortable um, letting whoever you may be dating knowing. Um, well, before I, when I didn't know that I was ace, I would just avoid any like sexual contact um, all the time. After I figured it out, I really stopped dating people who weren't somewhere on the ace spectrum. Okay. And I would have um, dating dating apps and things like that, but I would either have ace in my bio and only match with other people who had it. Or like I just wouldn't really take the app seriously because um, I don't knock anybody who does date um, all of people, but it's it's definitely hard for me to to navigate that space. Yeah, and that I, you know, I just haven't even tried it because it's like yeah, it's so hard, and especially with because we mentioned the over sexualization of the cult of our culture. It's like literally, um, I'm. I'm also like pansexual so it's like it's all like within the LGBT community it's very much uh when's the hookup gonna happen like uh, yeah ain't gonna happen yeah you know I um I was on tinder a few days ago and I saw a nice girl and I swiped for her I thought like maybe I could strike up a friendship with her and the first thing that she asked me was how are you asexual and bisexual like it's just <laughs> like that. <laughs> that just makes it like first of all, like why is that the first thing that you said? And then um it's just things like that. It's like why do we automatically have to get to that point? Like can we can we get to know each other before? You know? It's right. Yeah, it's like well you can be asexual, like you said, you can be um sex positive, like you can have your you know, you can enjoy it, just maybe not you know be like a like a rabbit like most of society thinks you should be and like you said there are people that are sex negative that are not interested at all in that and you can be you know I to put it in colloquialism straight or gay or whatever and still be on the spectrum and I think that's one of the things that I love about your panel is you have everything so we can so when it's um going on you can see the multitude of it because it is a huge, huge, like, I'm still learning a lot, like, uh, people, all these, like, sub things, like, Demi, and I don't, I don't even remember how, what other ones are there. Right. There's okay. so much. I didn't even know until I was, um, I used this one Discord server called A State Space, oh. and um, on that server, there were like 10 different names for like um what falls under aromantic what falls under asexual it's like really exciting because it's like um there is no one thing i have five people on the panel and Mm -hmm. they're just expressing their own experience in this community i think that just hearing the differences between this group shows like how many differences there can be you know yeah and how did the idea for the panel come about i thought about what worked best for me um when i was coming to terms with my identity and it was really things like uh, the facebook groups and just hearing different people's opinions in a really quick way like you can just read comments um on a facebook post to learn 
the different ways that people are experiencing attraction so I thought a panel would be a good idea to get um that information out really quickly you know okay and is this um hosted by like a school or is this something you just wanted to get together uh this isn't hosted by a school I'm doing it on my own okay that's a lot of work though so thank you for doing that for our community yeah, I'm happy to. Okay, so I, we've talked, uh, we always go back around the same thing because there's so much to unpack and yet it's all within the same couple of categories. Um, as far as when you are looking into, you know, to, um, okay, I'm trying to think how to word this the right way. Sorry about that. Because <laughs> we, you know, we talked about um, the representation, how it's cold or unfeeling or like, or the villainous edit, if on most of the other um, older material that may represent or hint, hint at an ace person. Is there, other, is there any good representation that you've seen or something maybe that someone can we who's trying to explain that their ace or what ace could be can point to? Well, yes, I would say that uh, the book Loveless by Alice Oseman is a good example. Okay. Um, I really struggle with this question because I've been like wondering what good representation is um, because there are so many issues with the representation that we have already. But I think that um, Alice Oseman, because she has definitions and stuff in the in, at the end of that book, um, and then you have one representation of what ace and a romantic can look like, um, that I would say is the best representation. And it is valid to, str- yeah, because that's always like struggling to put it to be is like, well, what does representation in general like? What would it look like, and what would make it good or bad? Because you really, because for any community, it is such a variety that what may be good for one part is not good for the other. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's so, so much criticism about um, even like Todd from BoJack, because people have issues like with his like immaturity and things, and those are stereotypes that are also put on ace people are not stereotypes, misrepresentations that all ace people are just childish but um so you have that look but I I liked him before um he came out as ace but there are just like so many issues with different characters I think that the more representation we have like it'll be easier to pick out what is good and what is bad and do you think that we because you know the LG, the representation of the of the lgbtqia plus community is growing do you think we'll get to a point where we'll have more representation i think that we will but not because the lgbt community is getting more um more attention i think it's because more ace people are like this is the only way that we're going to be able to see each other see ourselves um, on screen or anything. I think like more ace creators are creating. I mean, not, but you know, like we're getting more due now. Okay. Yeah. Cause the, the reason I keep going back is like, we're kind of like 
because that's one of the debates too is are we or aren't we a part of the community because like well if you're um if you are ace but you're heteroromantic then how can you be part of the lgbt community but if you are ace and you're um, identify as part of the LGBT community, well, can you really be if there's no sexual component considering that's mainly what I've been seeing from my friends and um, that are part of the community. And I have a wide variety of friends in the LGBT community. That's all kind of like topic of conversation centers about for a good chunk of time. So it's just like, okay what does what would it mean yeah so it's kind of why but yeah I've been I was doing a little bit of research and there's a lot more people coming out um as asexual being on the a spectrum that are content creators um I know that um one of the ones that kind of was like oh okay it was Tim Gunn for me he was one of the first ones that was like, okay, so he's obviously not childish. He's not immature. He has a huge career. He's obviously successful. So it's like, okay. So it's not what we have something at least there that's not all very stereotypical. Right. But he, but yeah, he's not a very vocal person as well, which. We res- I have to respect but at least it's he came out as like well yeah no I'm not I'm a I'm asexual yeah I didn't even hear that I'm gonna look that up later yeah I think I don't know if he came out as asexual necessarily but or he said those words he's just like after a he's like after a 10 year relationship like um, they, my boyfriend told me he sleeping around and they and he said something like that was always the issue that he wasn't very like a sexual person in nature and that tended to end his relationship so once he ended that relationship he's like i've been celibate ever since wow i think that was more or less yeah the words weren't there but like the intention of this is you know, for me at least, like this is what a one part of asexuality looks like. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because that story looks like what I've read on like subreddits and like um, different Facebook groups. Like, yeah, okay, that's the thing. And with um, the technology now, we talked about Facebook groups and. Um, Reddit and all these things like it's so much easier now to not feel alone or disconnected than it was a long time ago what did you say yeah sorry I guess the connection I apologize guys but um that with Facebook and Discord and Reddit and you know Instagram it's so much easier to build a community yeah yep you know back um when I was I'm 36 so I'm not that old but um when you know if few five six years ago ten years ago when Facebook wasn't really a thing or like 
maybe even thought 20 years ago my space it's like it was harder even then it was harder to build that community now it's like okay you can do a little google search and find a platform or something that talks about it yeah that definitely makes it easier for people to come out now too yeah and i think also with like the the wave of acceptance in general um of the trans the non-binary um LGBT, like there's just a general wave of acceptance and coming to terms with sexuality and gender expression is not rigid. That's helping a lot too. And that's going to make life a lot easier for the younger generation coming up, which is all really any one generation wants for the one coming up, I think. Yeah, you would think so. (laughs) You would think. But you never know. Exactly. I'm really happy that they even have that. Because I can't imagine, like, 10 years ago, I didn't even know that there was an ace flag. I've never seen one before. And now, like, uh, people have, like, their cute little online shops. And they have a bee that has the ace flag on it. You know, like, it's you you wouldn't have seen that before. It's really going to be... Yeah, I was looking, yeah, it was, I think those were the, and it depends too on where you fall, but I think the general colors are what, purple and black and gray? Yes. For the ace, purple, and then one of the, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Is it, yeah, I'm trying to, something like that, it's purple, black, gray, and I think white mixed into it. And then there's also just like when you're playing cards, the ace spades is also a symbol. Right, the black ring. Yeah, I was just gonna mention that. Yeah, um, is it on the middle? That's the one thing I'm never sure of. I don't know if you know, but is it on the middle or on the wedding ring, wedding finger? It's on the, um, the middle finger. Yeah, I think it's just as long as it's a plain, or as long as it's a black, primarily primarily black ring. That's all that matters. Yeah, and there's different. Um, yeah, I'm look, there's a, I'm looking at some of the things now. They got this, some shops. It's like it's incredible what they have. Anything and everything can be turned into a, an F, into the ace flag. Yeah, it's cool. and and it's fun to see. It's fun to see because it's like okay, I can do something that rep or I can have something that represents me that I might not have had two three years ago. even um getting to wear people who get to wear like their little um pride pins on their clothes and in their their backpacks it's like it gives you like a small amount of like I don't know like reassurance like you're not alone yeah and that's that's the thing too that like it's another way to connect with other people because if you know if we see you know people may gravitate because they see that pin it's like oh well your art and it can spark up a conversation yeah definitely and i know that's what they were using the rings for <laughs> yeah that's that's what i'm like i was looking into that because i'm like well black rings i i like black black's one of my favorite colors i'm like well might as well oh you have one i'm gonna get one yeah i'm thinking i might get a black room like that's what i was asking about the thing and like well to keep creepy people off i might as well put my ring finger 
because I was watching I Alex I don't like a lot of sports but I have a friend that likes to watch wrestling and I was looking at just in general and a lot of the wrestlers wear, that are married wear black rings mm. on their wedding thing I'm like well you know it's not it, what could it you know is that just because it for, it's easier than having it shows that they're married and it's easier to have like a plastic black band or something right while they're wrestling or I don't know just it opens an interesting conversation for some people but yeah I'm probably gonna do the black ring just to get people off because <laughs> it's it's weird like because when you're out with your friends and like people are come up and you're like yeah no <laughs> yeah nothing against you it's just no <laughs> But yeah, it's it'll be interesting. Would you ever? I'm just curious because like I like tat, I like to have tattoos. Is would you ever do like a black ring or a tattoo or anything like that? Are you with me? I didn't hear anything that you said. Yeah, sorry. It's, sorry, guys, technical difficulties. But no, um, so like I like to have tattoos. I have a few. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, like, and you know, I'm thinking about the ring. Would you get anything like tattoo or a ring or, or anything like that? Um I don't think that I would get a ring. I don't think that I would get a tattoo either. I don't know what I would get. <laughs> But I've been thinking about that lately, like something to put on like an article of clothing or something. Okay. Or keychain. Oh yeah, pin, like we were talking about pins or something like that. Yeah, our pins. I love pins. I have a, a collection of them. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we, so just want to like, because we, no, I, time is running a little short because I do have. Um, other commitments for work today so I apologize for the short time oh it's okay um but yeah so June 12th at 2 p.m for this is for falls perfectly into pride month for the LGBT community is your panel with five guests from all over the spectrum right yes including the gentle giant ace that's what I meant to say earlier he um made pride week official in Pennsylvania Oh, nice. Nice. So he'll be part of it. Yes, he will. They will. Okay, cool. That'll be, I'm looking forward to, to listening to it and I, and being part of it as far as like supporting it. Um, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. Thank you and for helping educate our listeners and bring a little bit more awareness to this community. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, all right. All right, guys. So thank you, guys, for listening. We'll talk and we'll catch you next week.